0: And it is time for Movie of the Week. (laughs) And in the last few weeks, we've had some fantastic films, The King of Comedy. Uh, Of course, that is the Martin Scorsese film, Jerry Lewis and uh, Robert De Niro. And last week, A Star is Born uh, with Lady Gaga and also Brad Cooper. Uh, Today, we take a little jump to the left at the extremely quirky Grand Budapest Hotel. That's a migratory visa with stage three worker status, France, darling. He's with me.
1: Come outside, please.
0: Now, wait a minute. Sit down, Zero. His papers are in order. I cross-referenced them myself with the Bureau of Labour and Servitude. You can't arrest him simply because he's a bloody immigrant. He hasn't done anything wrong. Stop it, baby!
1: Never mind, Meshuggah. Stop. Let them proceed. Ow! That Ah. 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 hurt. You filthy goddamn
0: pockmarked fascist assholes! Take your hands off my lobby boy. Apologise for what happened in the studio. We'll get back to the movie in a second. Uh, (laughs) Liam Alexander, welcome.
2: Hey, guys. How are you going? They are going? Uh, Good. Now, Liam,
0: Wes Anderson. This is a typical Wes Anderson movie. I, I must say, when I watch Wes Anderson movie, it takes me a couple of times to get it. Case in point, I went to the movies in Newcastle. Uh, it was in a very working-class area in Newcastle and for the Royal Tenenbaums. There was total silence in a packed cinema <gasps> until 40 minutes in there was one laugh when someone yelled out, what the F's going on here? And everyone laughed. <laughs> this film, Liam, did you get it at first watch?
2: I love, yeah, I remember watching it. I was on my own when I watched it down in Collaroy Cinema. You know, like, I think you would know, Maddie. Collaroy sort of yep. gets the scraps or the art house movies, and um, it wasn't a packed <laughs> cinema, but I loved it. Hey, Liam, I can I just
0: chime in? I can I down. quickly just chime in there? When you yeah. said you went to the cinema, is that the one Tom Hanks went to? Oh, no. In... <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, hey <laughs> Sorry, Liam. Sorry. Just continue. <laughs> <Yeah>. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, mate. Yeah. yeah. What are we talking so, about? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, uh, yes. Uh, I don't know where we go,
1: uh, <laughs> mate. Webby, yourself. I love ben? I love Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. Um. I don't think this is my the Darjling, uh, oh, uh United, Limited. No, limited. Limited. No, the, the one with Adrian Brody, um, Owen Wilson, and I don't know that other guy's <laughs> name. Some but but where they go all through India. That's Jason very, Jason Schwartzman. That's it. I yeah. like that one. That's very good. Yeah. That's very clever. See,
3: I, I first saw um, The Aquatic Life with Steve Zissou. That was the first Wes Anderson yeah, I saw. Yeah, and I went, yeah. what is this crap? And that I, was and good. And I did, I, did I did not get Wes Anderson at all. And so I hated that movie. Then the next one I saw was um, Moonrise Kingdom. I went, oh.
1: But and then this so I went, This okay. one's very funny because it's got so many great one-liners. The, th- the four of us were bouncing around some of the great quotes. This is his
3: Mount Rushmore.
1: Yes, this yeah, his, right. His this well, hang on, he made a movie Rush. Yeah, go. Yeah, go really
0: oh, well uh, we've been warbling on here. We haven't told people actually what it's about. Can you help us out?
1: Uh, yeah,
2: so it's a pretty hard one to explain, but it, it basically opens with this rider who encounters the owner of this ageing hotel. His name's Mustafa, who begins to sort of tell him his story about his years working as a, a lobby boy under the legendary concierge Gustav H., which... Um, Ralph Fiennes we just heard plays and basically the story follows how they both found themselves in the middle of this conspiracy involving a this priceless stolen painting and this um this huge family fortune at the middle of it so but it goes in all these different directions so it's hard to summarize in in Le- 20 seconds.
0: Liam Le- Le- the cast you touch on Ralph Fiennes, Adrian Bodie, William Defoe, Jeff Goldblum, Harvey Keitel, Jude Law, Bill Murray, Edward Norton, Owen Wilson a number of others. Now the movie yeah. costs $25 million. Okay. Why do actors of this standing take so dramatically less to be in a film like this?
2: Because Wes, like we were talking before, he, he just makes such singular films. The, no one, people try to emulate his style, but no one makes movies like he does. There is apparently there are stories about his very, um, uh, dictatorial about his script, similar to how Kubrick was. Like He, he wants people to say the lines exactly how they're written, with sort of the commas where they are. So he, he does a lot of takes, but from what I've heard, his films are just like sort of like summer camps. All the actors stay in the same hotel together. They get made up in the morning in the lobby and then they go out to set. So I think for like the three or four months making them, all the stories have like pointed towards it just being one of the best movie-making experiences you can have. So I think all these actors just want to be involved, even if they're only in it for, for five minutes. But
3: the script and style is very dependent upon making sure you hit your mark and hit your words, like the humour is in that. Like yeah, yeah. When we were talking, you know, during the week when Webby was saying there are that many good one-liners or scenes in this movie, a lot of them we can't, you know, air on radio. <laughs> <laughs> But it's
1: <laughs> Joey, do you want to read some quotes, <laughs> quotes, quotes out? Uh, <laughs> well, what, uh, okay? Not, yeah, the bets, best bets over there.
0: Liam, twenty five million dollars. Is that typical of Wes Anderson? Is his, uh, his um, That was
2: that was probably the biggest budget he'd had at that time, and I think his latest one, The French Dispatch, which is a bit quirkier. Um, that that was made for a bit more, but um, this was it was made for twenty five, grossed one hundred and seventy five, which. Like in terms of art house films and independent cinema, that's a that's a huge like return. So it was definitely the high point of his career. You know, there's,
1: there's a scene. There's a my favourite scene is where, and I think one of the best. The guy who steals the show is William Defoe as the as the yes. heavy, yes. and when he, he chases uh Jeff Go, Goldblum's uh, character, who's the family lawyer, all the way through the museum and finally tops him, and it tops him off, and it's like that's hilarious. That scene, <laughs> Mate, very very clever. <laughs> But
3: to get Willem Dafoe to play... cut off in the
2: door.
1: Yeah.
3: To yeah. get Willem Dafoe to, you know, he's like one of the biggest actors in the in the world at the moment. Just yeah. to play that small little role... Yeah. Is yeah. ...shows a power. Shows With the, power the teeth. Of the, the, what yeah, about, very
0: good. Some trivia in the making of a band.
3: Yeah, well, I was going to say they, they all stay in the same hotel. So what Liam was saying before, they all just bunker down. I guess that's to get their camaraderie and stuff. Mm. But that's why, you know, you've got these casts that keep on... Going along with Wes Anderson, it's the same as we were speaking speaking about last night with Tarantino, Tarantino. announcing his you know supposed last film,
1: oh, and really? I said to, I said yeah. to Liam
3: the the lineup of actors that will be calling him, going please get me yeah. in this. So
0: you Liam, imagine. Little, little diversion. So Tarantino's announcement. What what is the movie going to be about?
2: Um, it's called the Movie Critic, and there aren't many details about it at the moment, but um, a few people have piece together so the movie all that was released was that it's set in 1970s los angeles and follows uh, a female lead so uh, a few people have pieced together that it might be about uh, this film critic called pauline kale who tarantino admires greatly and he said it was a, it was a huge inspiration on his own like film loving um career but uh, a few people have pieced together it could be about her, but uh, nothing else has really been released yet. But it's you, his last movie, so. Do you
0: think that uh, all the usual suspects that uh, in all these films they'll all make an appearance?
2: Oh, you would think. I like you. I think even if it seems like it's about a film critic, there would have to be something more to it. I think. I, I think he understands. Like Tarantino is the sort of guy that he reveres his own career in a lot of ways, but. Mm. He would understand the importance of it being his last movie as well. So I think he'd try get, like, go off with a bang and get as much of his, like, familiar faces just in me, it as Just possible. De Niro,
3: Pacino, yeah. Brad Pitt, yeah. DiCaprio. He just, no, no, I no, guess he'd just go through the normal is ones. There's no hopers.
2: Yeah. Uh,
0: what, uh, okay, back to uh, Grand Portepeche Hotel. Zed. How was it received?
2: Oh, yeah, it was received. Like, it was nominated for nine Academy Awards, won four of them, 92% are on Tomatoes. Um, Indy Wire and the BBC put it on their Greatest Films of the 21st Century list. Wow! wow. So oh. Critics really, yeah, critics really loved it when it came out in 2014.
1: Yeah. Joey, have you seen it? No.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you hire it out today. Um, who wins the movie, boys? Who do you think? You, you know, say, William Dafoe. You enjoy that? I, I did. He
1: sort of, st- but I like the uh, the actor that played the lobby boy. He was very good.
3: Ralph, Ralph Fiennes is obviously
1: it, yeah. but.
3: The scene that I kept watching was uh, Adrian Brody at the the reading of the will, which we couldn't which we couldn't play on air because of certain language that is used in that scene. Sensitivity, S- sensitive language. But I have to say, watching that again, Adrian Brody is wow. he's amazing.
0: Does <laughs> this deserve a sequel, Liam? Ooh.
3: Ooh. Well,
0: I
2: don't Ooh. know what they would. I don't know what they would do with it. But I'd love to see Ralph Fiennes play. Gustav HEN. I think he steals it. I it's, think it's one of his best performances. The
1: Grand Hollywood Inn at Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> State of the origin. Grand, the, the Grand, grand Plaza. Yeah, Ralph
3: Fiennes,
0: his classic role playing Jeff
3: Carr. <laughs> <laughs> Is it
2: based. Hey, Liam, I, I
3: read something. Is Ralph Fiennes' character based on a true guy?
2: I'm not sure. I don't. See, oh, I'd be surprised if he was. He's a pretty eccentric dude in the movie.
3: Yeah, he sleeps. He sleeps with all his friends. Uh... Leonardo DiCaprio playing Phil Gould.
1: <laughs> <laughs> who, who would play us? Oh, oh,
0: John Goodman oh, oh I know oh, no,
1: no. hey. well, not, not, not now not <laughs> now uh your score drop, out of 100? 30 kilo. No, no. Oh, 100 30
2: know. give it a, a 90 in mm. mm. Budapest.
1: Mm. I'm with you I like 90s good
3: yeah d- yeah 95 oh
1: okay. for grand
0: Budapest. and it's you like, Matthew uh yeah I'll give it 88 you know uh, <laughs> no I'll give it uh, look I'll give it about 60 I don't know why I like quirky movies it just didn't quite hook me yeah there you go. is this as quirky as Freddie got fingered? Oh, mate, <laughs> don't even compare it to Freddie Finger. That's a masterpiece. <laughs> uh, <gasps> now, what we're going to do, we're going to take a break. And the next break, we're going to talk about basically the best and worst of art house cinema from a common taste perspective. Mm. That makes sense. Well, Stick around.